With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You ready? Let, let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, Connect with Furthering Fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. Not only, it's not only um, good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men, and God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that, and I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. He's over here.
Okay. Can um, you guys yes. hear me? I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I can hear you. Mr. Main is there. Can't I can't hear him. No, can't hear Jeremy. I was wondering what was going on. Yeah, he it muted, and then I couldn't hear the radio show no more. So maybe he's got right. us like in the caller queue. And he, he has a, a lot of advertisements that play first. And I know he does a like introduction talk and a, a word. So maybe we're just in the queue to be joined later. Okay, yeah. Because I know he went quiet, and I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just, yeah, so I went out and then came back in just to, just to make sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that what's going on. Yeah, I text him too to, you know, is everything okay? You know, is it my phone or mm-hmm. is something going on? <laughs> yeah, from my days of interning at the radio station, I had a feeling that we were in a separate queue. Okay. Yeah, see, this all this stuff is new for me, so. Yeah, long, I've done, I did it for a while. I was in broadcasting for a good long bit. Okay. That's an interesting world. It is. <laughs> Very. It'll prepare you to work with any kind of co-worker after working in television and broadcasting and all that stuff. You deal with I'm, producers. I'm, all them different personalities and characters. Yeah, man. It's like they look for people that, that are brats, that are expect everything to be done yesterday, and they, they need people just like mm-hmm. that. That's, that's, that's all most of the producers are. That's their behaviors. Yeah. Does not surprise me. Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people get in and then they find out what time they're and they go, oh, I didn't know it was like this. Yep, 24-7 schedule. I did it for over 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Is that so. him trying to come in or that in your background? That's my background. So I'm at, we're at the Swanee Sports Academy. My my six year old is at basketball. So I, okay, I okay. pop in, make sure I see him, and then make sure he sees me. And when it's, when right. I talk, I step away. Okay. My big boy, my uh, um, he'll be 14 in November. He made the middle school team. Oh, and they okay. they gonna do they gonna they gonna do some good things this year. That's awesome. Yeah, they got my son is a big boy. They got a taller boy than him. Was probably six five in eighth grade. Whoa! So we got a we got a six three and a six five. Okay, so you know everybody's on the radar, right? Yep, they've been after him since forever. I remember when he was five years old. We I don't know if you know where Buford, Georgia is, but they, you know they do yeah. a lot of winning in, in sports. So I was five, he was he was five years old. So he was little, but he was tall, of course. And I worked at H H Greg, and this guy called himself the mayor of Buford. I thought he was joking, like, you know, Jermaine Dupree was the mayor of Atlanta. I'm like, oh, okay, ha, ha, ha. Right, 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 but he, right. after, five, after five minutes of him talking, I realized he was dead serious. He was truly trying to recruit us to move to Buford at, with my five-year-old. Like, they, they are dead serious about that stuff. No, they don't play, man. When it comes no, to sports, no. yeah. they will move he a rock a and a hard pitch. Yeah, he had a whole pitch. He said they got their own utilities and on school stuff, I'm like, they, I'm like, oh, this dude isn't joking. Like he's dead serious. <laughs> so, but but they've been on him since he was, you know, a little boy. So, 
And now that he's actually becoming a good player, it's just only going to ramp up. Uh, but I, I told him yeah. that, like, you know, you play your best. And, and it happened last year. I said, Randall, they're going to beg you, please come play for my school. Please come play for my team. Please come play for – and after every game last year, uh, after every game, Hey y'all! Hey, what, who who he play with? Hey, uh, uh, you think about coming? Can he come? Up here? Hey, I said, no, nah, girl, we good. I don't know you. We good. <laughs> exactly. And I don't, I don't, Hello? I don't exactly. just hop on. Uh, hey, here he is, Jeremy. Hey, hey, am I on the air? Can you hear us? Yeah. No, this isn't Jess. Not Jeremy. That's somebody else. Oh. No, this is JD. Hey, Daddy, we're we're all waiting to come in. We we're I guess we're in a in a queue right now, waiting to be put on air. Oh, I thought we were on the air. I don't hear Jeremy, so we're not on the air. Here, hold on. I think I'm getting some chimes. Oh. I don't know something else. See. No, I'm not getting any messages from Jeremy, so I guess we're still in the in the queue. Hmm. Okay. Or we might be having technical difficulties again. I'm not sure. I'm sure we'll find out shortly, one way or the other. I'm quite sure we definitely will. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that Slam Magazine now has a section in it that tracks the youth all the way to junior high school? Yeah, it... it to me, positive, but it's it's also such a I, I, yeah, I let the kids be I kids, know. like let the and I know. and what happens is people people put all this oh they're the number one ranked sixth grader in the country those exactly. are the kids that their parents got money that could put them in all the tournaments and all the training, but everything changes mm-hmm. once high school hits and puberty hits and these boys start changing. You know we got late bloomers, they, you know, and they try to get all the number one draft picks selected by the time they're. 12 years old, like, you got to let these children be children. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm the sure they, love, I'm, they love the pro, uh, promotion. I'm sure they, they happen to be in the magazine at the same time. Because they're children. They don't know any better. To see their names in print and people talking about how good they, they are and all, can be or yep. potential, that stuff yep. has to be balanced. It has to be, you know, it has yep. to be. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Here he is. There he is. Incredible, incredible. Somehow, I was muted out and I could not get myself back in. We're we're live. We're and, live. Yes, we're live. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so this conversation we've been having has been heard. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Basketball. <laughs> well, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to a break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fly TV, the home of on-demand talk shows and so much more, where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop de Loop, handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind boho, sleek, fashionable jewelry. Log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on Instagram Live 
at Unique Loop D5 each Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Haven Church Globe, the safe place to grow in grace, where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. This is incredible. (laughs) Okay. So, we were just about to get into a conversation with Brother Rodney. Currently logged in a different way, so we apologize to our listeners. The brothers are back in the building, and we're going to get with this show. All right. (laughs) All right. So, So, Rodney. Yes, sir. Can you tell us about yourself? We just talked about you being a fatherpreneur. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So the term fatherpreneur is this. Is somebody, well, for me, I'll, I'll say what it is for me and then the term, how I use the term in general. So for me, I became a fatherpreneur one day sitting at home with my daughter who was going through a rare condition called infantile spasms. And, you know, everybody goes to that stage in life where they try to figure out what their purpose is. And as I was taking care of my daughter, working from home, holding her in my left hand, tapping on the computer with my right hand, uh, I realized that my place was right there with my daughter, taking care of her, making sure she was the best she could be. And I said, I need to be here with her and my other children, all my family, and I need to show other fathers to do the same. So it's showing fathers how to be present and engaged with their children. Um, and then, of course, there's the business side. So Anything entrepreneurial I do is for the purpose of being more present and engaged with my children, not more absent and away from my children. So I truly believe present and engaged father for every family and community. Awesome. Awesome. We need to be fatherpreneurs to live out how we're actually supposed to be fathering. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so exactly. I noticed when I looked on your website, uh, RodneyKellum.com, mm-hmm. that you kind of break things up into three areas. Yes. Especially the talks. Uh, yes. Sales, service, and foundational fathers. Yep. I want to kind of focus on the last two. Mm-hmm. Service and foundational fatherhood. So when I think of service, um, I think of a selflessness. If you, if you listen to those scriptures that we read in the beginning, even Christ himself would say that I'm among you as a servant. I'm among you as one who serves, and he's God, serves. What should his created creation do? What should his image do? those who are made in his image. He's a father, and if anyone is made in his image, it's a father. So I guess those last two on your website kind of go together. Yeah. Fatherhood and service. 
I even I loop in sales because I, I when I have a talk called sales or service, but we'll we'll leave that out for now. Um, <laughs> but everything for me in my life, I, I had to come to an uh, an understanding of trying when I was forward going forward in my speaking career. What is my theme? And in everything that I speak about and everything that I do, service is the overarching theme. So I always think about the, the story of Christ when he washed the disciples' feet. And they would say to him, Master, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And, 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 and Jeremy, you are absolutely right. If God came in flesh and showed us that as high as we're supposed to treat him and worship him, that he's willing to wash our feet, giving our life, our life of service is reasonable service. It's the least we can do. And I, in my life, the reason why I'm sitting where I'm sitting, I'm living where I'm living, and I've had the success that I've had in my life, has always come by somebody giving service that I didn't even know to ask for. Oh. I've heard it explained that uh, i got a digital mentor named Dr. Bobby. He says, um, I'm a solution to somebody's problem. When God sends us here to be solutions to problems, to be, to be ambassadors for his kingdom. So when we get here and we can get off track with, you know, trying to make money and going after selfish gains and uh, worldly desires, but if you really want to have the best life possible, you want to have the best family and community possible and the best world possible, you have to serve and you have to not expect uh, the, the law of sowing and reaping to give you to reap exactly what you sow. So, for instance, I have the best story. I think it's one of the best stories. Um, that sh- that proved that fact. So years ago, we used to live in apartments, my family and I. And my wife said, "I'm gonna do. I'm gonna uh, lead a Girl Scout troop." Now, my wife is not an outdoorsy person, but she has a heart to serve, like I do. I'm like, "But what about time? We're not gonna have no time together. You're ready work." So, long story short, she ended up serving as a Girl Scout Girl Scout troop leader. We ended up having in 2017. <clears throat> it's been about five years now, right? In 2017, we had a lightning strike. Our apartment we lived in had a home fire, which was technically homeless for 90 days. We went from homeless to homeowners in under 90 days. But in that time, we needed clothes. We needed food. We needed gift cards to go shopping. We needed to rebuild our life. And guess who was giving us gift cards and donations? The Girl Scout troop that my wife served at years before the schools that we served at for years, never asking. We, the stuff that we sold, we didn't reap exactly what we sold. We reaped what we needed in the time that we needed it. Amen. So that law that God has put in place of sowing and reaping, it will happen. Cause I have a thing called the right kind of selfish. You need to serve to have the best life possible. And so in, in my foundational fatherhood, in my service, in my fatherhood work, I know that what the world is doing and the message the world gives is putting emphasis on everything but men to be the best men possible. We can get into that whole topic about, you know, how the the systems are set up for men to fail when it comes to child support and the legal system and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But in order for us to correct that problem, we can't just keep talking about the problem. We have to go right to where God went. God went and spoke to Adam. So we could talk about the story of Adam and Eve, but... It's the man that needs to have the tools yeah. so his help me can help him better, right? Everybody blames Eve for the downfall, but everybody forgets that Adam's job was to watch over the garden. You can't yeah. tell me a serpent, a serpent walking upright, he didn't notice that serpent coming, right? A serpent walking upright talking to his woman, of course he saw that. 
right? <laughs> so he saw that happening. And even after the fall, even after they ate the apple, even after they put the fig, the fig uh, tree leaves on them, themselves, he still said, said, Adam, Adam, where are you? And then Adam blamed the woman. Oh, that woman you gave me. He still yeah. gave Adam a chance to repent before the fall came. So even that we look at all the problems, and of course women can have some responsibility, but ultimately God looks at us, the men, as responsible for the leading and the covering and the watching. So we have to get to the men to teach them what they're created to be. We right. have to empower the men to empower the women, to empower the children. Everything is out of order right now. We're not teaching men to be teachers. We're not teaching boys. We teach girls how to protect their bodies and take care of their bodies and birth control and these things like that. But we don't teach young boys that are going to become men the power of their seed, right? I've had talks with youth pastors. I say, you know, have, they've had the sex ed talk. Maybe it's time for the church to talk about what not just the physical portion but the spiritual portion and what's at stake. I tell Thank young you. men in my life, I tell young men in my life, can you trust the woman, like we, when it comes to that sexual act, can you trust the woman with your seed? Because that's a power transfer. Absolutely. And you know, the country, the country we live in, you know, the women have all the rights, right? And I'm not, that's not the argument I'm trying to make. My, my, my lesson is we have to teach young boys to not be animalistic. We have to teach young boys that you have spiritual power and your seed is power. And before Amen. you make that transfer, you need to know, can you trust this woman to give you the power back? If the answer is no, then keep your power. Powerful. Make wise decisions. Make wise decisions. We got we to gotta yeah. talk to the boys more. Talk to the girls. Like, no, talk to the boys. Talk to them both. <laughs> talk to, talk, yeah, talk to them. Talk to them both. So the, the foundational fatherhood, I, actually I'm wearing my, my foundational fatherhood sweatshirt right now, and in the photo – um, you know, I won't describe the photo, but people think like in, in most companies that, you know, the CEOs are at the top of the pyramid, but realistically the most successful companies and families have the leaders at the bottom holding everybody up. Absolutely. So, you know, and, and, and it says Christ is the chief cornerstone, right? And in, yeah. in ancient building techniques, the cornerstone, you put that down first, you build everything else around it. Exactly. Present. Present and engaged fathers are foundational to successful families, period. Period. And, and this, now this is not, this is because I was raised predominantly by a woman. I have a, all the world's respect for my mother and my grandmother and all the women in my life. But I know my mother was tired. I know women are tired because they're having to do these multiple roles. They're exhausted. Mm -hmm. And all the women that I know that when I give this talk, Women are like, yeah, my husband needs to hear this. My son needs to hear this. Because they're tired of taking on all the responsibility and not being able to rest in their own femininity. Absolutely we, we, need, we need men to be foundational. Absolutely correct. And, and with that said, I want you guys to chew on that, and we will be right back after these messages. Fly TV the home of on-demand talk shows, and so much more. Where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop-de-Loop. -loop 
handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind boho sleek fashionable jewelry log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on instagram live at unique loop 5 each wednesday 8 p.m eastern standard time haven church globe the safe place to grow in grace where peace is made and the truth makes us free Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. And we're back. Yes, this is fatherhood with Father Fenor, Rodney Kellum. This is Further and Father Radio. The brothers are back in the building. So, so you are getting uh, to the point of understanding that men need to take their rightful place mm-hmm. as leaders. And looking at what leadership actually is, it, and not how it has become the normalcy of dysfunction, as Ron and I were talking about prior. How do you engage and encourage fathers to be accountable? We have a way in further and farther. But I want to hear how you engage with fathers to come to that point of accountability. Yeah, and so I have a different approach, right? The world has been, been beating down men, trying to get them to step up by, by saying man up, you know. And, and I, I can sometimes say that that term, and when people use that term, it's very dismissive, right? Because everybody has a story that, that, you know, not excuses but an explanation of why they are where they are in their life. And so the way that I engage fathers is always through encouragement and education, whether I'm facilitating fatherhood classes, whether I'm in a barbershop, like – Someone will ask a question, and then here I go, 30 minutes of talking, and everybody's just, their eyes are fixated on me, and we have an emotional experiences because I know that my job is to build up and not tear down. Oh, There's so yeah. many men. Now, now, let me, I want to take, I learned a really tough lesson one time because being raised by a woman, you, you, you tend to hear women's side of the story all the time. Oh, he ain't right. no good. Oh, he a deadbeat. Oh, he, you know, he, he, just like his daddy, blah, 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 blah. It wasn't until I, I went and started serving the fatherhood community, people that serve, that serve men, that from women that serve men, that the story isn't complete. And this story broke my heart when, when it said, okay, you take the story of the man who has, you know, five children by five women. You say, oh, he's no good. And someone explained the story to us and they said, okay, this little boy is raised predominantly by women all his life. When he becomes of age and he gets himself a little girlfriend, he has never had a, 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 an example of a man that leads or takes charge and takes care of his family. The women have bought him clothes, dressed up as a little man-man his entire life. So he gets a girlfriend, she gets pregnant, and everybody starts saying to him, man up, be responsible, take care of your responsibilities. And he has no idea how to do this because he's been raised by women his whole life. So now the women that raised him say he ain't nothing, he ain't bleep. And, and the girlfriend he's got, he ain't nothing, he ain't bleep. I'm going to just go back to my mama's house. So he gets kicked out, and what does he do? He finds the next woman that will listen to him to survive, take him into her house, 
and repeat the cycle over and over again for survival because he was never taught. Now, it's not okay that he's in that, that predicament, but I never heard that explanation from people that work with the men. They don't right. know how to do it. So organizations like Further and Fathering, Fathers Incorporated, that I get to be a part of, I count on a privilege, teach men these basics that we were supposed to know, but nobody was there to teach us. For the man that raised me who didn't have to and adopted me, and that my, my grandfather were great examples of, the, of fathers, but so many men just do not have the example. And we're telling men to do something that they've never seen personally. They don't know the blueprint. So I encourage fathers through education, encouragement, motivation, inspiration, whatever it takes, to make sure they mm-hmm. understand their power and their purpose. Powerful. 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 Uh, um, Ron, you know, he sounds like further and further, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, sounds exactly like us. <laughs> I think if I'm hearing my brother correctly, I hear three things that he is hashing on strongly with your foundation. One, a man with a clear vision of three mm-hmm. things. Number one, who he is in God. Yep. Number two, what his overall purpose as a male is. And number three, not final, but very important, what his purpose as an individual man is. And he cannot yep. get that from the common society way of projecting to a man what a man is. He has exactly. to have the presence of men in order for that to take place. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. And, and and I got a term that going back to my point about like CEOs. I, I believe as a man, we got to stop thinking of ourselves as, as CEOs. Like people think the term CEO is, oh, you're the man, you're the top, you're the boss. Women want to be the CEO. If you're a man taking care of your family, you need to be, need to call yourself the CSO, the Chief Serving Officer. Right? <laughs> right? You, you you are the Chief Servant Officer of your family, and even in business, and take that into business too. Because if you're really growing a business and an empire, you're serving customers, clients, and your coworkers and your staff. You're serving. Exactly. You're at the bottom. You're not at the top. You're not. People don't need to wash your feet. You need to wash their feet. Absolutely. Mm. You, 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 you mm. also something right there. Yeah. The importance of humility, humility. The importance of humility. You mm. see, if pride is taught, that dysfunction not only bears root in the current generation, it is bleeded upon, it is looked up to, it is not frowned upon, it is smiled upon. So now, the conquest, you see, we're called to be more than conquerors. Yep. But conquest, we go back to the bar- barbarism of hunter-gathering. The hunter-gathering is for provision, but what happens is when you're self-serving, you start hunting, hunting and gathering women. So... The understanding and purpose goes back to what you said initially before the last break, is that man carries life. Mm-hmm. Inside of our scrotum are billions of lives that we're responsible to carry and to, 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 to plant wisely and to build 
scripture that says if you build on sand, you will yep. not be able to weather the storms. So is the woman you are choosing, is she a sound a sandcastle or a mountain? And you need you need to get out of my brain, brother Maynard. That, that's the talk I give to young men. That, that, that exact scripture I use that exact story to tell young men about the power of their feet. That that's exactly what I do. Oh man! Wow. I think you got a cat in my room or something. I'm gonna look around for bugs. <laughs> so. I understand that foundation. We talked in the last show last week, and we want to apologize for this week. Because, you know, Rodney, we got to bring you back because we know there's interference. The prince of the power of the air, this interference is intentional because it's someone who needed to hear this and may have been turned off by what happened earlier technologically. Mm-hmm. We have to bring you back. But to understand the power of life within a man. It's why we call it seed, spermatozoa. Seed, mm. seed yep. is alive. Yep. It swims. It has a purpose and a goal and a destination. And its competition with the other millions is to reach the destination. Instead of hunter-gathering, we have to develop into teammates, into uh, uh, not only servants, but those that seek to heal others. But the first word in further authority we use is honor. It's a right. power language right now. Our first core principle and the first mega need of men is honor. If a man is not honored, he will first be silent and only project what is necessary to survive. And mm-hmm. he will plot the man in survival mode. And we yeah. understand that we're not meant to be all one or alone. You see, we were called to keep and dress the garden before a rib was pulled out. Yep. So we have to understand and, and, and appreciate keeping and dressing the garden. You see, if mm-hmm. we're focusing on ourselves, and as it says in James, we walk away and forget what we look like, we're going to live a lie. But when you operate in humility, you live in the truth. Yeah. You will not exaggerate your self-importance over the importance of the big picture. So right. you speak to humility. You speak to humility. But no, again, I think that speaks to those. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. You going to say something? No, no I, I said I totally agree. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, Jim, don't just speak to when we talk about those several hats that the father wears. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Think about it, the visionary enhancer and, and reinvigorator, 
the servant and yep. worker and the maintenance and the repair man and the model of manhood and the model of a husband, all those things fitting in there that creates that atmosphere of honor. You know, yep. um, I said something that I wrote the other day that came out of from, from uh, Miles Monroe. It said that the male has been given the serious but exciting responsibility of shaping the lives of his family members for the better. And this way he is a partner with God in fulfilling his plan of creation. That's no yes. greater position of honor than that. Yes. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. You know, the, the Fatherhood Principle by Dr. Miles Monroe is one of the books that changed my life and got me on the direction of fatherpreneurship. I read that book and was so clear on my mission about helping fathers. That, that book broke things down to me that kept things so simple that it was so clear that I need to serve fathers. Like, I, where I got, okay, this is the mission. This is what I teach. It came from the Fatherhood Principle by Dr. Miles Monroe. Right. There's also, uh, understand, when we talk about the ability, um, the course is so diametrically opposed to what is propagated and pushed through all the, the forms, whether it be politics, education, media, is that pride is, is to be something garnered, something to be something achieved. And that is considered success. Mm. When success is really things a generation you can't see yet. And it yeah. requires someone to think beyond themselves. It will, it will temper your responses to what the world has to offer, to what difficulty, you'll view difficulty as strengthening as opposed to an affront because we realize God chases those he loves. We, you know, Robbie, um, we, we, we we didn't even get into all of the um, seven ways to serve or to improve your, your service. I'm going to say very quickly before we go to a break. Understand, number one, is understand the needs of others. What are their needs? Mm-hmm. Their wants are important to get to their needs. Their desires are important to get to their needs, but our focus is their needs. Number two, to promote their feedback. In other words, you want them to speak and hear them. Number three, communicate clear standards. Number four, exceed expectations. Number five, share examples of great service, not just your own, but of others, just like you guys did with Bob Monroe just now. Number six, make service seem effortless because you want to do it, because you love to do it, and because you love who you're doing it for. And number seven, you personalize your service. People don't think it's just your reputation, that it's your character, that it's your persona, that this is who you are. It's not it's not a form of flattery to get or receive. It is legitimately given. And with that said, we're going to go to another break, and we will be right back. Fly TV. 
the home of on-demand talk shows, and so much more. Where celebrities, athletes, and entertainers put their content on to be seen by their fans. For more information, visit Fly TV at fli.tv.com. Ladies, life is too short to be seen wearing boring jewelry. Come on over to Unique Loop de Loop handmade jewelry and designs for your exclusive one-of-a-kind boho sleek fashionable jewelry log on to www.uniqueloopdeloop.com or join me on instagram live at unique loop 5 each wednesday 8 p.m eastern standard time haven church global the safe place to grow in grace where peace is made and the truth makes us free. Join the Haven Church Global's e-service every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a word of encouragement on Jeremy Anthony Maynard's Facebook page and the Jeremy Maynard YouTube page. For more information, visit havenchurchofny.org. Let's get the conversation started. Yes, the brothers are back in the building. This is Further and Father and Radio. We're talking service and foundational fatherhood, fatherpreneur, Rodney Kelly. Rodney, you know when we do our Further and Father and Fatherhood forums, we always do fatherhood moments. And I know you love your children. I heard the story about your daughter. And I remember some stories about your children. It's, people would always say before I became a father, I can't imagine a time of, you know, before I was a father, I don't know how, how to think differently. Having children truly, scientifically, spiritually changes your mind, changes your brain, changes your mind, rewires the way that you think. And each of my children have either saved or changed my life dramatically. So when my first son was born, um, I remember when he was, he was out of my three children, he was the only one born at a hospital. The other two were born at home. But my, my son was born at the hospital, and when they brought him to me, I was sitting there, it seemed like forever, and his eyes were wide open, which isn't common for babies. He looked at me with bright eyes, and it's like I understood. He was saying to me, Daddy, Daddy what's next? <laughs> <laughs> and I was uh, to myself, I said, I do not know. <laughs> but I do know one thing is I will do whatever it takes to provide the best life possible for you. When my daughter was born, before we even knew we were having a daughter, I started dreaming about fluffy things and tutus and teddy bears. And I couldn't understand why am I dreaming about this stuff? And when we, we they announced it was a girl, I said, Oh, that explains it. That little girl has made me softer than the softest thing you can think of. But, with, through her illness um, and her recovery, she's helped change our diet, our life, in, in a way that I know it has saved my life through the things I've learned <laughs> having to heal my daughter. And, and oh, my, my youngest oh. son coming along helped my daughter develop because she, she deal with, deals with developmental delays. But each of my children caused me to think differently because they're three different people. They're, they're, their personalities are very different. You have to treat them differently. You have to work with them differently. But every time I, I had a child, it gave me another level of fuel 
that I wouldn't have if I wasn't a father. The whole fatherpreneurship mm. came because of them. I, I would have still been, have been a workaholic working two and three jobs, thinking that's the only way that a man operates, working more and more hours, trading away time for money, and not, not living a life. I would be literally dead because of the unhealthy lifestyle that I lived, always working. I used to be wow. 315 wow. pounds. I'm somewhere in the 280s. I'm still working on that. But I, I'm so much more healthy now, physically healthy, spiritually healthy, because I know the power of being servants to my children. I don't say I got to, I say I get to. I get to father them because I know they're, not, they're ultimately not mine. That I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a steward over God's children who happen to get to have my last name. Come on now. So it, it, fuels, it, it fuels me in a way that nothing else in my life fuels me to be the best man possible, spiritually be connected with God, understanding the word and how to apply it. Uh, how to minister to them in the way that they need to, to hear the, to hear the word, how to live it out in front of them. It has it, it exponentially grown every inspiration I have inside of me. I have different levels of inspiration because I'm a father to these three children. Facebook. I think I'm Rodney Kellum on Speak Life on uh, Facebook. 
And, you know, I, 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 I pride myself. I think I'm the most famous Rodney Kellum uh, online. So if you Google <laughs> Rodney Kellum, I should, I should be the most famous Rodney Kellum online. Surprisingly, it's more than I thought. I thought I was like one of three, but there's a few of us. Yeah, it happened with me with Jeremy Maynard. I was like, I thought I was the only Jeremy Maynard. First of all, I didn't know any black guy named Jeremy when I was a kid. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, Fatherpreneur is a beautiful a legacy, and we're thankful to have you on tonight. And we're asking you to come back. We're going to straighten out these technical difficulties as they say on, on uh, other forms of media, uh, after the start of the technical difficulties or after these messages, we'll be right back. But we're going to be right back, and we're going to be right back strong. Okay. So what are you up to now, and what uh, are you looking forward to do in your fatherpreneurship? So, so my goal, one of my goals is to, to be uh, operate in a way where I can walk away from the corporate world, meaning where I have to trade time for money, um, into entrepreneurial endeavors, through whether it's facilitating classes or other, other things like a book that I am in the process of making come to fruition, um, to do my service, to serve in the way that God has called me to serve, right? And I, I think the, one of the major goals of people becoming wealthy is having time freedom. Yeah, and absolutely. I understand that I, I here, here's what I say to people, and I say it out loud when I when I speak, is that I have an agreement with God that I have to leave empty. When God calls me home, I got to leave empty. So I have some speaking engagements coming up, uh, already lined up for um, October and November. I'm always working to make sure I have some more of those. Um, thankful I get to say partners with uh, Fathers Incorporated to facilitate classes for other men. And every other opportunity God's make, God makes available to me, I'm going to do it. I'm going to serve. I'm going to give until I'm empty. And the thing is, God always fills you up. So that, that's an amazing challenge and a, and a promise and agreement with God. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You said you'll never awesome, awesome. Right? So um, with that said, oh, Ron, do you have any questions for, for Rodney? Um. I don't really think I do. One of the things, I don't know if you knew, Jeremy, that Rodney and I, I had the pleasure and the honor and the privilege of working with Rodney during some of our fatherhood classes. And it was super exciting to have someone working with me that understood, knew how to understand not just what we were doing, but the spiritual component of it as well as the physical and the mental, which allowed us to reach into the hearts of these men and go in the deepness of where they were, where most people will never, ever, ever reach, and allow them, not us, but them to pull out of themselves who they were. And once they saw who they were, to see the change that came, oh, my God, to see them rewriting their reality and starting to reinvent themselves to be who they originally were created to be and not who society had told them, 
man, there was nothing more rewarding than that. And I look forward to working with Rodney in the future in every endeavor that we can. Powerful. Powerful. And with that said, we're coming to the close of the show. Um, again, we, we thank Rodney Kellum, the father for North, for being with us. We're looking forward to him uh, uh, back with us as, uh, as often as he can because we want to walk in lockstep in, in agreement uh, to elevate fatherhood, to, to empower families, to, to uh, transform communities, to do well for our, our Abba, uh, to echo his fatherhood, to reverberate his fatherhood, so that others can trust fathers, and that fathers can trust themselves. And trust is the core of faithfulness. So with that said, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for an awesome conversation, an awesome time where you showed up, where wisdom was dispensed, where it could be gleaned upon, it could be applied, where the value of life inside of a man, inside of a potential father, inside of an actual father can be realized, that it's no small thing that you made us in your image and likeness, that it's humongous that you love us so much that you give us grace and mercy. Help us, Lord, to operate in the grace and mercy of parenting purposefully, intentionally, humbly, powerfully, so the echoes and reverberate, well done, well done, well done, each generation after each generation, all glorifying you, all elevating you, for you are furthering fathering. You are the reason for every season, and you're the reason for reasons. So help us to reason together. We thank you, Lord, for victory in fatherhood, in entrepreneurship, in service, in the master's name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. And if amen. You reach, amen. Rodney Kellum, email him at info at rodneykellum.com. Again, info at rodneykellum.com. And if you want to reach us, reach us at info at furtheringfathering.org. Or you can call us at 888-380-3370. This is Further and Father. We're talking about elevated families empowered and community success formed by five core principles. According the word heart, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training, H-E-A-R-T. Lord, let us up to your heart so that we can share your heart and bless the hearts of men and families. We thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Be excited to be alive, encourage someone, and walk in honor. Until next week, we love you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.